Well, here it comes. Oh, my goodness. Kick and chase by Mullen. Kick and chase again by Mullen. You're back on the Racing and Sports Punters pod where we drill down for those devilishly delicious betting diamonds and provide you with predictions on where to lay down your dollars. Jimmy Buckley with you again here on this Tuesday, the 30th of August, ahead of another week of sporting mayhem. And I'm only too delighted to say that the NFL is now less than two weeks away. It kicks off at 10.20am Friday week Australian Eastern Time when the highly touted Buffalo Bills head west to play the reigning Super Bowl champion LA Rams. Then it's game on for the next 17 weeks, plus playoffs. And it's safe to say we're all pretty pumped in the racing and sports office. What a time of year. The US Open has launched. Footy finals are imminent. The spring carnival is just around the corner. The NFL is ready to kick off. The NBA won't be too far behind it. The round ball game is in full swing in the UK and Europe, and that's not even to mention the looming Bledisloe Cup or the forthcoming summer of cricket. Joining me in the studio to help keep me calm and fresh from a huge weekend of sporting action himself is the eagle-eyed and horse-voiced Jake Altieri. Welcome, mate. Yeah, thanks. I'm definitely paying for the uh, large contingents of support I had on Saturday there. Now, since we've last seen you, you've watched the demise of Essendon Witnessed the Collingwood-Carlton clash firsthand at the MCG and more recently called four. That's right, four back-to-back-to-back-to-back Canberra AFL grand finals on your own. And let me just say, two of those were Queanbeyan Tigers premierships, so uh, your exertions were all worthwhile, mate, but it probably does explain the slightly shaky voice. Yeah, I physically don't feel too bad, but the, the voice and the congestion's got to me. The Essendon demise is continual. <laughs> We've lost half our board. We lost the coach. We got all of our team, apparently, at least they're bonding. They're going to Spain together. Apparently, I saw that. Kane Horns isn't happy about it. But realistically, he's not happy about much. No, he's not. Carlton missing the finals. Bit of a heartbreak. Would have been good if the same game got up, but Charlie Curnow couldn't kick straight. But that was a brilliant game. The MCG was pumping. And I'm glad the cloud cover was there because I forgot me sunnies. <laughs> I would have been staring straight into the... The solar plexus. Oh, dearie me. AFL Camera Grand Finals were good fun. And as I said earlier, I'm definitely paying the price for it now. But plenty of NFL action to get into with the season starting next week. And this LA Rams team, we're going to talk about kick us off. Yeah, well, we, we've spun the compass uh, and we're heading west. Two of the more intriguing divisions I would have thought of the NFL this season being the NFC West and the AFC West. And we're going to start with those uh, all-conquering LA Rams, the defending Super Bowl champions, who, of course, won the NFC West last season en route to winning the Super Bowl in front of their home fans. Now, with Neds, they're currently the $2.25 favourites to win the NFC West this season, the San Francisco 49ers, who the Rams beat in that NFC championship game en route to the Super Bowl, are paying $2.60 with Neds to win this division. The Arizona Cardinals, $3.50. And the Seattle Seahawks, $17 all the way down the bottom there, having shipped off uh, their two best players, actually, in Russell Wilson and Bobby Wagner. So the LA Rams, Jakey, kick us off here. Are they are they the team to beat again this season? 
It's interesting because the market doesn't have them that way. Obviously, they've got the Bills as the Super Bowl favourites already. But it's hard to see them not going as deep once again. They did have a few, I guess, almost lucky wins where they came late in the game and overtime wins and final drive scores to win games. But is that luck or is that just their desire to win or their ability to pull out things when and make things happen when other teams can't? Matt Stafford should be even better again. I read a stat earlier that he became the second quarterback to win the Super Bowl in the same season he led the league in interceptions. So if you think he can get his passing a little bit more accurate or hit the target a little bit more, they'll score more, fingers crossed. So there's upside. There's upside for the 34-year-old. Apparently so. And they retain much of the team that they won the Super Bowl with a year ago, which is a big, big bonus. So you can see them making a big long play deep into February once again. And have brought in uh, Bobby Wagner, who I mentioned from the Seahawks, the uh, Pro Bowl linebacker, which you know will only strengthen their defence. And I believe Matthew Stafford may have just signed another long-term deal with the Rams for more years. So there you go. That's the future of that franchise for the foreseeable. Uh, the Rams are, are clearly happy with their investment there. And like you say, if he can maybe shave off a few of those interceptions, then he could well go to New Heights this season. $2.25, as I said, for them to win the division, which looks like, personally, I would have thought a reasonable price at this point. However, the San Francisco 49ers, who I mentioned there earlier, went all the way to that conference championship game and actually led by 10 points going into the fourth quarter. So they were close, very close to a return to the Super Bowl. Jake, have you can you make a case for the 49ers to maybe pip the Rams in the NFC West this season? I guess you can because they do have so many superstars. George Kittle, Debo Sam, Samuel, just to name a couple. But I guess the issue will lie at the quarterback position with Trey Lance. Jimmy Garoppolo, as apparently they're working out a new deal for him to be the experienced backup to Trey Lance. But just this past weekend, they were held to zero points. They didn't score against the Houston Texans. Obviously, it's just a preseason game. But you would have liked to have seen something, especially with Trey Lance playing quarterback during the game as well. So where that leaves them, I'm not sure if they have enough firepower around Trey Lance to make it work, then they could. But if they're struggling there, then you expect they'd be struggling across the ground as well. I think they have finally nailed down that Garoppolo deal. So I'm pretty sure he is staying uh, as a backup. I'm curious to see how it works this season with Garoppolo and Trey Lance. It is quite a big responsibility, and he is still young and he is still inexperienced. Loads of talent, but gee whiz, I really don't know which way to, to lean here on the on the 49ers. I was a little bit keen on them, I think, earlier in the preseason, but I've just cooled off a little bit. Uh, I was having a look just before at their win line, nine and a half wins. You can actually get, with Neds, $2.20 under nine and a half wins this season. I reckon that'd probably give you a reasonable run. Yeah, you're probably more inclined to take the unders, especially with Trey Lance at quarterback to begin the season. He's going to be their QB1, and you'd suspect it to take a few games for him to settle in and be able to run the offense as a young fella. I think he only played four games last year. I'm not even sure if he started in any of those. So, And what you've seen through the preseason isn't all that flash, I guess. So... If you want to take him on, I wouldn't be opposed to it, I should say. 
Yeah, I just thought that there may have been a little bit of value there in, in a division that's not probably dripping with uh, with any outstanding value here. Of the other two, Jake, the Arizona Cardinals and the Seattle Seahawks, is there anything to say about those two or are we happy to just play around them this season? I'm happy to throw the Seahawks in the bin um, <laughs> after losing Russell Wilson and Bobby Wagner. So pretty happy to throw them to the side. But the Arizona Cardinals, they did start the season 7-0 and last year and just sort of tailed off. After the bye week, I think they only won two of their last six games and were smoked by the Rams in their wildcard matchup to begin the playoffs. They did bring in Marquise or Hollywood Brown from the Ravens, but their number one wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins, will serve a six-game suspension to begin the year. So they do face, I think, the Chiefs, the Rams, and it might be even the Bills to begin the the very f- three first games. So by the time DeAndre gets back, they could be two and four or three and three. So they will have an uphill task ahead of them. They could finish second, but I'm pretty confident that the Rams should finish on top in the NFC West. All right, we're both keen on that one. Now you can get $2.25 about the Rams finishing on top with Neds. And uh, if you want to play that slightly differently, their win line is set at 10.5. Pretty confident they'll surpass 10.5 wins for this season. Just quickly on Arizona, I'd personally be happy to play right around them again this year. That's a horrific opening draw. I can tell you they will not be 7-0 and this time to start the season. They did fall off that cliff last year, and I don't think that they're showing huge signs of being a genuine contender this year. So just to sum that up one more time, the LA Rams at $2.25 to win this division with Neds looks like pretty good value. On to the AFC West which many, I think including myself, are claiming is the strongest division in the league this year. And uh, why not? I mean, you've got the Kansas City Chiefs. They're paying $2.65 with Neds to win this division. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, at quarterback, still one of the, the greatest we've seen probably in the modern era. The LA Chargers are paying $3 to win this division. The Denver Broncos, with their newly acquired quarterback, Russell Wilson, are paying $3.75. And the Las Vegas Raiders who did manage 10 wins last season, let's not forget, $7.50 to win this division. That's quite a spread there, Jake. Uh, what have you made of the AFC West? It was quite surprising seeing the prices and how long of odds the, the Raiders were. And considering that the Broncos were about that $3.50, $3.60 mark, the Broncos, the vibe around them is they're back and they're going to make the playoffs and they're going to do this, but they're in one of the toughest divisions in the NFL, most likely. You know what you're going to get from the Chiefs? Tyreek Hill, a big loss for Kansas City, but the body and the bones, I should say, of the Chiefs remains. By Paddy Mahomes' standards, last year was down for him. He threw a number of interceptions, wasn't at his best statistically. If he can get back to his best once again, they look very, very hard to beat once more. The Raiders knocked the Chargers out of playoff contention at the final game of the regular season last year. And I was just reading before, the Chargers, eight players in the NFL's top 100 for this year, upcoming season, seven players in the top 60, only the second team to ever achieve that. So obviously they've got the talent there. I guess it's just a fact of, are they going to be able to put it together after going down in the final round and missing out on the playoffs I think I'm probably going to fall into the uh, story around the Chargers here. They, they look good. This Justin Herbert looks like an absolute superstar in the making at quarterback. And this is probably the year where 
he potentially puts it together. There's a lot to like about the Chargers, as you say, that they've got strong players in multiple positions across the ground and you would have to think that they improve on the course of this season. The story, I think, that they're telling so far is a positive one and you would have to think that they're going to at least make a playoff run and maybe get somewhere. Like you say, though, the problem is this division is just so difficult. Six of their games, they're going to have to play the Chiefs twice, obviously. That's a very, very, very tough team to overcome. They're going to have to go to Denver. They're going to have to play one up there at Mile High Stadium. Maybe they split it one and one with the Broncos. And then the Raiders, I mean, that's a, that's a decent rivalry, and they're not easy games. So they may only be able to get three wins off divisional rivals this year. They might only get two wins off divisional rivals this year, which could leave them uh, really needing to maybe chase a few wins later in the season to make it into the playoffs. So this would explain, I think, why that betting market for the AFC West is so well spread out. I mean, like we said, $2.65 Kansas City to win and the Chargers are paying $3. So I like the Chargers' story. But you could just as easily see them battling away at five and five, five and six, six and six, something like that midway through the season with plenty of work to do. As far as the Broncos go, I'm almost going to throw them into that don't know category, much like the 49ers. Russell Wilson is an absolute superstar. I think he might have suffered a finger injury last season and it sounds like he has been absolutely crazy with his rehab on that. So we're going to assume that he comes in fully fit. Mile High Stadium, very, very tough place for visiting teams. They're a pretty handy side, the Broncos, even without Russell Wilson, but they were probably struggling, I suppose, to find a quarterback since uh, Peyton Manning retired all those years ago. They have finally found a quarterback. They could easily start the season well and, and probably get on a bit of a roll and make a charge to the playoffs. The Raiders, I'm not so sure about. Like I say, they won 10 games last season. A lot of those were very tight. They were one-score games that could have gone either way, and I think they won the majority of those one-score games that they were involved in, which makes you think that there's definitely regression potential over the course of this season. So I would probably be happy enough to play around those. As far as putting this all together and finding a couple of bets, Jake, it was it was tough, I thought. Did you land on anything? Yeah, well, just touching on the Raiders, I think they were the only team in the division to have a negative plus-minus. So I think all other three teams, the Broncos, Chiefs and Chargers, were all positive. Obviously scored more than they let in, but I think the Raiders were the only team in the division to have given away more points than they scored and still made the playoffs. I still think $7.50 is way, way too big considering the the volatility of this division, but we're going to go away from that and just head towards what you were saying about the Chargers. I'm in the same boat. I think they're going to be improved once again. They'll remember the pain of not making the playoffs when it was there for them to win. And I'm going to go back to our favourite market with Bet365, the Division 1-2, or Division Top 2 market, I should say, and Kansas and the LA Chargers to finish 1-2 in the division. $3.25 with Bet365. And alongside that, we're going to go with the Denver Broncos to miss the playoffs. That's $2.16 with Sportsbet. So pretty happy with those two bets. $3.25 seems pretty good value. That is uh, probably the way to play it, I think, Jake. You've, you've probably picked out 
the best value bet being offered by this division. $3.25 is fantastic. I guess it does come down to the Broncos and how they travel over the course of uh, particularly the early season. But I think that's not a bad shout. $3.25, the Quinella for the AFC West to be Kansas City and the LA Chargers. One that I've found, Jake, and I'm certainly not the first one that's spruiked this over the course of the preseason. As we know, Torek Hill has left Kansas City and he's off to the Miami Dolphins, which means that Mahomes is going to be favouring Travis Kelsey even more this season as his primary receiver. He was targeted almost as many times as Torrey Hill last season, and I think he's managed more than a 1,000 receiving yards in each of his last six seasons, which means it's all pointing towards Kelsey to have another big year. You can get over 1,100.5 receiving yards at $1.87 with Neds. You can also get over 9.5 receiving touchdowns at $1.87 with Neds, depending on how you want to play that, but uh, it looks like Travis Kelsey is certainly in for a big year. He's an absolute freak, but he's going to have some support. He's a big tight end. He'll be able to work his way through, but with the wide receivers, they've still got Valdez Scantling. He's come over from the Green Bay Packers. He'll come in. He's ready to play round one, as is Juju Smith-Schuster, so they might be able to decoy. They're both good wide receivers in their own rights. Decoy for Kelsey, who get in and under, and he's got very good power in his legs to burst away and get through the tackles. So that seems a pretty good bet with Kelsey there. You'd have to think that uh, Mahomes to Kelsey is going to be one of their most common plays on offense. But we shall see. Now, to wrap that all up, the AFC West, Jake likes the division Quinella, Kansas City and the LA Chargers to finish 1-2 in any order. Pays $3.25 with bet 365 Jake is also keen on the Denver Broncos to miss the playoffs, paying $2.16. Over to the NFC West, and we both like the LA Rams at $2.25 with Neds to win this division. And the other way to play that was the LA Rams over 10.5 wins with Neds, which I think is about $1.85. It's going to be a huge season, Jake. I think I'm looking forward to this one more than I have for a long time, purely because there's just been so much off-season movement and activity between key position players. Yeah, the free agency market was particularly wild, especially with the wide receiver market and plenty of money being thrown around as well, which makes it all the more juicy. And you can expect plenty of uh, commentators out there to be calling all these free agents busts early on in the first four or five games when they're just trying to feel it out. But, you know, it should be a great season kicking off next week with a big blockbuster game Friday morning. We might come back in early next week to preview that first round of action. And we'll be back tomorrow to talk NRL with the great Simon Dinopoulos. Until then, happy punting.